Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. You can now find us on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Every single episode posts there. And check out FiveReasonsSports.com, the latest on all the crazy MMA stuff that happened over the weekend, as well as your latest Dolphins content. New article from Louis Sung about uh, sort of a weird quarterback controversy towards the end of the roster. Also, check out the great sponsors, the Five Reasons Sports Network. Some of you are finally starting to catch on here. Prize picks. We had some signups the past few days. Why? Because football season is starting. I know it was hard to push the baseball on you guys, but you will do the football. We've got the preseason stuff. We've got the futures on there. So you want to go over on two, it's 3,950 yards. Maybe you want to go over on Skyler. I don't think he's on there yet. Skyler Thompson. Check it out. Prize picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. This was just named the number one fastest growing sports uh, product in the country. And this is our partner, and they've been our partner, and we're one of their better affiliates. So check them out. Prize picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. And now, today's somewhat historic episode. Down to this Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. Quick episode for you. Greg Sylvander with me. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Brady and Alex will be back later in the week, as well as many others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. We're going to start mixing in some of our friends like Brian and Sean and Alana and others. And Timmy, they will be joining us here over the next couple of weeks, kind of get you through this dead period. But today was actually kind of a momentous day. And I I said this on Twitter because there were some who were mocking it and doing the whole thing about this was like the decision and all that. Because, of course, Udonis Haslam doesn't play a lot now. But to me, if you were mocking what was happening today, you're not a Heat fan. That's how I feel. Because this athlete, Udonis Haslam, to me, is as significant as any athlete who's come through South Florida. And I've covered a lot of them because I'm old, Okay. No, he's not Dan Marino. He's not Zach Thomas. He's not Jason Taylor. He's not Dwayne Wade. He's not LeBron James in terms of accomplishments. But he has represented this city with his conduct, with his demeanor, with his personality, with his edge, with his kindness, better than any athlete who's come through here. And I would say he's the most significant athlete that he'd have had in that case because, again, Dwayne left, you know? And that's not a mark against Dwayne's record because some of that was on the heat and Dwayne didn't really want to leave, but Udonis stayed. And now Udonis is about to accomplish something extraordinarily significant, 20 seasons with one team. And I just want to go back to the beginning and then I'm going to bring Greg in on some of this stuff. I was there when it started. 2003, Orlando, Summer League. All anybody cared about was LeBron James. Okay. The way they used to do it, I used to love Summer League in Orlando because they, they would, eventually they moved it to the big arena. But at first they did it in kind of little gyms, but then they would do some stuff in the bigger arena. So they had to put LeBron in the bigger arena because, of course, we were all, the, most were there for LeBron, but I was there mostly for the Heat. And it was Dwayne's debut too. And I remember Dwayne against LeBron in their first Summer League game. But I also remember 
that Udonis Haslam, who had been with the San Antonio Summer League team, was basically poached by the Heat to bring him into their Summer League team. And you could tell from the very beginning this was a keeper. And if you covered the 2003-2004 season as I did, you saw a guy who just fit perfectly. And I was having a conversation with somebody in the front office who's been there for a very long time. And we were talking about the Durant stuff and everything else and why it's difficult to trade for Durant because if you do, you're going to have to gut the whole roster with what the Nets want and you don't really know, you know how you're going to fill the gaps. And so I, I mentioned Shaq. I said, well, you guys kind of did that in 2004, right? Like, I mean, you, you, you gutted the roster to go get Shaq. You traded your starting center, Brian Grant. He was towards the end beat up at that point. Obviously, it was more of a contract. But also Karan Butler and Lamar Odom, who were basically your third and second best players, to go get Shaq. Trade made sense, of course. It was Shaq. He was not in his prime, but he was close enough. He changed the franchise again in a positive way, the way that Zoe did previously. But you had Dwayne Wade here. But the other thing that this person said was, we also had Udonis. Now, we didn't know that he could be a starting center, excuse me, a starting power forward on a contending team, but we believed he could because of what we'd seen from the previous year. And you needed a guy that was going to play next to Shaquille O'Neal that he would trust. And so in that second season, which was actually a better season for the Heat than the one they won the championship, the 0405 season, in that second season that Udonis Haslam was with the Heat, after losing all that weight, after having to go overseas and learn a new language and eat a bunch of crappy food, and I've had tons of conversations about Udonis about all that stuff, right? And he comes home, and he had to prove himself to Shaquille O'Neal, okay? A guy who was already accomplished, had won championships, had a particular liking for certain players to play next to him. He played next to guys like Horace Grant and others, okay? Legitimate starting power forwards in the league who were championship timber. And UD, UD had to prove it. Not only did he prove it the first year, but the second year in the finals, he went against the most unique player of that era, there was nobody like Dirk Nowitzki before Dirk Nowitzki. Everything that is happening now, okay, all of these guys, these stretch fours, okay, these face-the-basket players, first it was all Europeans, and now it's become Americans, right? It all started with Dirk. He was one of one. We talk about Bam one of one, right? In a lot of ways, Bam is the way he defends. Dirk was one of one. And Udonis Haslam did a number on Dirk Nowitzki. Did he stop him in the finals? No, he wasn't going to stop him. He made him inefficient. He went above his size against a player more athletic, more skilled, and all the rest of that. And people don't talk about that enough. Look, those of us who covered that finals, it's all Dwayne. It's 34.7 points, right? We talk about Shaq as a decoy. Avery Johnson would change his schemes. We talk about Gary Payton making a big shot. We talk about James Posey's defense at times. Uh, all of the, the stuff that happened there, okay? And, of course, Zoe's miraculous game six, right? But they don't win that series without UD on Dirk. They do not. And to me, after that, if Udonis Haslam wanted to play for the next 150 years for the Miami Heat, he had a contract. But it went beyond that, right? He was here for the transition, okay? He was one of the guys who did not quit. He got hurt. He wanted to play that next season. They forced him to shut him down, okay? Remember, well, not just the next year, but 07-08, right? Then he was the guy that Dwayne had as the sidekick during those kind of lost seasons of 08-09 and 09-10, because the Heat were kind of waiting to do anything because they wanted to keep the cap space open. So UD had to keep that locker room together when you had a bunch of guys on expiring contracts who could have con gone this way or that way, and it, with a new head coach who was unproven, who hadn't played NBA basketball, right? 
highest level was sort of small college. And UD was there as a trusted uh, voice for Dwayne and as a trusted voice for Spo. And he also was there to keep Michael Beasley in line. And he also accepted going to the bench for Michael Beasley. When everybody knew who covered that team, that is skilled and talented, God-given skilled. My, nobody's had more than Michael Beasley. He wasn't half the basketball player that Udonis Haslam was in terms of knowing where to be, knowing how to protect his teammates, knowing how to do the right things, right? And UD did all of that. And then in 2010, in 2010, okay, somebody's got to take less money. We talk a lot about how the big three guys took less money, but the Heat had to give up draft picks because they wanted to get their money when they came. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had to do the sign and trades. That was before they changed the sign and trade rules. The Heat had to give up four first-round picks, right? Did Dwayne give up money? Absolutely. Dwayne was underpaid throughout his entire time with the Heat. That's what led to 2016, okay? But UD had to give up money. And not only did UD have to give up money, he had to convince his friend Mike Miller to give up money. And he was instrumental in bringing in Mike. UD is the Forrest Gump of the Heat. He won't like me saying that, but he is. He was here for all of them. If we ever get UD on the pod again, and we've had him about five times, okay? If we ever get UD on the pod again, I want to ask him to name all his teammates. It's over 200 teammates. I tried to do this with him a few years ago. He's seen them all. Everybody from Rafer Alston and Shaquille O'Neal, okay, to Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> he's spanned generations, and he's been valuable in every season. And then, and then, the other time that minted him forever, okay? 2010, 2011, he gets hurt against Memphis. You remember that game? 2010, 2011, November. Rudy Gay makes a shot at the end, right? Heater's struggling to find themselves. UD basically blows up his foot. They wait the whole season to get him back, okay? I remember being there in Boston at a shoot-around, and I had an inkling that UD was going to play, all right? We had a relationship. We have a relationship, okay? UD has a relationship with all the media. Some he likes more than others. I'll leave that. Out. But he knows everybody, obviously, because he made a point to. And I remember being at shoot around that day, and Pat tapped him on the shoulder and said, Tonight. Riley was at practice at the garden, TD Garden. And UD went out there and honestly embarrassed himself. Really struggled. I think he threw the ball off the back of the backboard. He was so hyped. He wasn't ready. He shouldn't have been playing. Okay. They sat him out. He came back against Chicago. We talk about that fury that you, that uh, Alonzo Mourning played with against Dallas in game six. I think there was more in the UD game. I was sitting baseline in that game. I've never seen anything like that. He was possessed, but he shouldn't have played. It changed his entire career. Okay. Changed his entire career. He was not the same player during the big three era. And so the jokes started about how he was carried and all the rest of that. But you know who didn't make jokes about UD? LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Eric Spolstra, Ray Allen, Hall of Famers. Why did they not make jokes about UD? Because they knew what he brought. Because they saw it every day, right? So he gets through the big three era. He starts. Sometimes he doesn't start. But you know who was the starter power forward during the 27-game winning streak? Udonis has them. That was the change they made. Remember? They went to a starting lineup, okay, of uh, of Bosch with Haslam and Wade 
and LeBron and Mario. And obviously we know the four that came off the bench, right? Birdman. Birdman was key, no doubt. But Udonis started those games along with Battier and our guy Norris Cole and Ray Allen. That was the nine that started the 27 games. The only switch during that time was Dwayne missed two games and Mike Miller filled in. UD was a mainstay in that. And then the big three era ends, right? LeBron leaves. And what happens then? UD becomes a bridge to the next. And then when Dwayne leaves, a bridge to the next, right? And then when Jimmy comes, a bridge to the next. Who's Who was the guy that kept Dwayne Wade from killing Eric Spolstra in Indiana in 2012, game four? I was baseline, UD. You know what Dwayne really said to, to Spo that day? Only two of us heard it. UD stepped in. Who stepped in with Jimmy Butler and Spo? UD. And it's not even that, okay? It's not even that. It's what he is in his community. There is nobody who's been more significant. There are some who have been as significant. I would throw Alonzo Mourning in there for what he did. He set the model for what the Heat do in the community. It should never be forgotten. Zoe's summer groove. I went when Zoe delivered turkeys every year, okay? Zoe could be gruff on the court and difficult with reporters, okay? He's gotten much better in his old age. Uh, but his face would light up when he'd help people in there. UD learned from that, okay? UD learned from Shaq. UD learned from others. But UD kept it real here, even though I joke with him that he's not Mr. 305 because he lives in Southwest Ranches, which is even more country than where I live. Can't even live in Las Lolas. That's the real 954. So wow. all I want to say is this, okay? I'm happy he's back. This is a tremendous personal achievement that you are wanted for this long. I don't care what the role is. This organization wanted him for 20 years. They did not want to part with him. Yes, there were opportunities. He could have gone to Denver. He was thrown into trade talks a few times, okay? It didn't always get out. They wanted him. Any employee whose services are wanted by a company for 20 years, whatever the price, we want you to have the key card to get in the building. We need you in this building. That should be celebrated today. I'm glad he made the decision he made. He will eventually get ownership, I'm sure. He'll continue to run his subways and his 800 degrees and all that. But you can tell in my voice, I have more respect. There are better athletes, okay? Better. I love Dwayne. I love JT. Zach covered the last few years of Marino, okay? <laughs> you know, I have more respect for this athlete than any athlete I've covered. And I want to tell one story and he may not want me telling it. And then we're going to go to break and I'm going to let Greg jump in. Our friend, Alf Sindney, who was on the podcast with us uh, last week, um, when his son had an accident and was, uh, was part of an accident, it was badly injured. Uh, he had asked me if I could get UD to say something. And I went, I was up at FAU. This is about three, four years ago. Uh, this thing is before actually Alf was with us actually. And, uh, I went up to, to UD. I said, can you just say something? And it was like the light turned on 90 seconds encouragement. And I'm not going to tell the whole situation cause that's for Alf to tell, but it was a traumatic situation. That's just who he is. 
And that's who he's always been. And I can tell you too, that when I've gone through personal struggles, who was on my texts, DMs. So I am happy that he gets to make the decision he wants to make for the reasons he wants to make it. And I'm going to say this flat out. I don't give a fuck about the 15th roster spot. I want to thank our sponsors. Make sure you're checking out Better Edge. This is our official gambling sponsor. I don't know if you do gambles or not. I don't even want to know. Go to betteredge.com. Again, that's with an O, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Go right. You don't need a code. You can just go directly there. You get 20 bucks to play. This is peer-to-peer gambling, okay? So this is not the illegal stuff. This is not offshore. UD could do it. Well, don't bet on the heat, though. You don't want to get in the Calvin Ridley situation. But you go there. You can find the line. You can find the line that you're looking for. That's the cool thing about this. So if you think the Dolphins should be better than three-and-a-half-point favorites, you're willing to drop seven, okay, in the Patriot game in the opener, you can do that, and you'll be able to you'll be able to get more money if you end up being right. So go to betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com backslash five reasons. We do want to mention uh, one other sponsor here too, because Greg is with us today. If you got a water leak, you got some kind of a disaster, any kind of disaster, water, mold damage, home or business, reach out to our guy, Michael. The reason I'm doing this spot today is when I, the first time I met Michael, when I went into Boca Raton, they've got a shrine to UD. Okay. There are a lot of people with shrines to UD, but if you literally go into their offices, that's what you see. You see Udonis Haslam, and that's in Boca Raton. That's not in Miami or not in uh, UD's pastoral setting of Southwest Ranches. It's in Boca, okay, near Yama- off Yamato Road. Okay, so check it out. Water cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide the one-stop shopping the busy homeowners and business owners require. There's no need to bring in other contractors. They'll handle the entire project from start to finish. The service areas include Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. Reach out to Michael. Again, water cleanup of Florida, 954 954- Five seven nine zero three five six. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. And now it's yours. Well, I don't even know if I should go after that. I mean, that was like a classic open. You were in a zone. You were like looking at your hands like Michael Jordan did after hitting six threes in the first half back in I'm showing my age with the players I referenced lately, Ethan. Geez, like uh, I'm Brady feeling like know who Michael Jordan is. So I, it's a good um, thing he's not here. Yeah, that was the 92 finals. Let me get away from that. UD being back. Um, I'm glad that the information that was shared with me about which way he was leaning was incorrect, frankly, uh, because you mentioned this on the, on the last show. Like he had talked about that he had conversations with his dad about getting to that 20th season. And the fact that he's going to do that, it will make him um, only the third player in NBA history with 20-plus seasons with a single franchise, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, and Udonis Haslam. So, like, to me, that that's significant, particularly because of where he came from, being undrafted, sticking around. You chronicled it in a, in a beautiful way. So if you think back to all those touch points where he could have deviated and gone elsewhere and he didn't, um, to me – this is also the part where because you so eloquently started this show, I get to call the people who are making fun of this or getting upset about the roster spot goofballs. That's just goofball shit. Like, come on. Like these, these are professional players. These are professional organizations, decision makers that get paid millions of dollars to do this. And it does not matter what your opinion is on Twitter related to the 
like things like nostalgia or what you think he does, if it can be quantified or it cannot, or what opportunities you think should go to who or how they could best utilize that asset as a roster spot. Guess what? All your, all your opinions, they don't matter because the people that actually make these decisions and they're high ranking people, smart people that are proven, guess what? They are making the decisions and guess who's coming back him. Every player that that is around him, you don't hear a damn one of them ever say, eh, you know, like UD, he was great, but him and him and I just didn't vibe. That has never been said once since he's been around. So like as much as people get upset about his roster spot, one, they're goofballs Two, if you're worried about Max Struess's roster spot, Gabe Vincent's roster spot, Omer Yurtsevin's roster spot, any of these guys coming up through the ranks trying to learn how to become professionals from um, doubted positions, frankly, positions where most teams think these guys are fodder and all of a sudden they become contributors, they're following in UD suit in his footsteps. So, like, to me, if all those dudes co-sign it, who the hell are you or I to say anything about it so if you got a problem with it, you're a goofball. He gives them hope. He's giving an entire community hope, honestly. You guys, if you haven't been out with UD in the community, you need to do it sometime. Go to an event where he's at, not just at his high school, and just see how people react to him. I'm telling you, it's like no one else in this town. It's not the shrieks. It's not the shrieks. It's not, oh, my God, it's Dwayne, it's LeBron, it's Jimmy. It's real. That's the difference. It's real because he's real. He belongs here. He needed to retire here. He had the greatest three minutes in NBA history a couple of years ago against Dwight Howard. If Dwight ever comes back into town again, hopefully that can be revisited. But look, I thought he was retiring, not just because of Greg's information, but because I, I thought he would want to go where it started to end it. That's what I thought. Nobody really had any information on today. I will say this, and you're not going to hear us say this a lot. This is one rare time where Greg and I were happy we were wrong. Thanks to our sponsors, Prize Picks. Use the code 5 FIVE, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. And our friends over at Water Cleanup of Florida. Looks like you can keep the pictures up there, Michael. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.